1: All right, talking about Sean White and what has transpired over the last 24 hours or so. He won the gold medal yesterday in the uh, halfpipe, his third gold medal. People went wild for it on uh, Facebook and on Twitter. And uh, it was one of the big moments of the Olympic Games thus far in Pyeongchang. And by the way, Kansas City, your ratings on Monday night, third in the United States in terms of all the big time cities, uh, only Denver and Salt Lake have a higher rating uh, for people who are watching the Olympic Games. So after winning the uh, Olympic gold medal yesterday, Sean White was on the podium. And if you don't know, Sean White has settled a sexual harassment suit from uh, a drummer that was in his band. Her name was Lena Zawida uh, and was asked about that particular incident because he did some gross stuff and that's alleged his way.
3: Um, And let me point out, they reached a settlement. This Mm -hmm. is not a case of the allegations were just made and there's no proof of it. Um, He settled. There was evidence. There were text messages that he had sent this woman. Um, Just reading out of USA Today, uh, the allegations include White Center images of erect body parts forced her to watch sexually disturbing videos, including videos sexualizing human fecal matter, made vulgar sexual remarks about her relationship with her boyfriend, according to the complaint, uh, which continues... Stuck his hands down his pants and stuck his hands in her face trying to make her smell them. As a financier of the band, White used his role to impose a strict regime over her going so far as to demand that she cut her hair, wear sexually revealing clothing and underwear and refrain from wearing lipstick. Uh, She filed suit a couple of years ago in San Diego and they reached a settlement. He admitted to sending the text messages that she used as evidence in the lawsuit.
1: He was asked about it yesterday by
3: ABC's Matt
1: Gutman.
4: Sean, over the past couple of days, the sexual harassment allegations against you by Lena uh, Zawide have resurfaced. Lena. Um, Lena, are you concerned that they are going to tarnish your legacy? Um, you know, honestly, here to talk about the Olympics, not, you know, gossip, so... Um, but uh, I don't think so. I am who I am and I'm and I'm proud of who I am. And my friends, you know, love me and vouch for me. And, uh, and I, I, I think that's uh, stands stands on its own. So absolutely. But so you're saying that the allegations against you are so, gossip. I think we're here to talk
5: about the gold medal and the amazing day we had today. Thank you. So if we don't have another question, why don't we go ahead and just pass the mic? Thank you so much.
4: I'd like it to be addressed just a little bit. I mean,
5: I, I, like I said, I think we're here to talk about the gold medal today and the amazing day. We just, I feel like on. I addressed it. Yeah, so. absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Sean. That is, uh,
1: his head coach or is his coach, by the way, Thomas white, I'm sorry, <laughs> JJ Thomas white's coach. So Relay that Packers.
3: was, um, the gentleman asking the question is Matt Gutman, who is a reporter for ABC news. We're an ABC news mm-hmm. affiliate. We are very familiar with Matt Gutman, who is an incredibly, uh, has a great reputation for being a reporter in the business. Um, it is not gossip. It is fact. So it, it was a lawsuit that he settled. The question to me is valid um, because Sean White is at the height of his career. He just won his third gold medal. Um, and I was just reading a story about Sean White being worth like up to $40 million oh, yeah. because of the endorsement deals. So it's a valid question because he has a lot to lose because of the allegations. It, it really
1: is. I mean, Tom Izzo, head coach at Michigan State, was asked about Larry Nasser mm-hmm. and, th- and those sort of things because it, it comes under the umbrella of, you know, the, the athletic department. There are a lot of times when questions that have nothing to do with the product on the court or on the field get asked,
3: and they're fair game. I mean, he is. And you per- say this is somebody that covered sports yeah, well, and gosh, did talk yeah. radio for 10 years. Absolutely. In, in sports.
1: I mean, you, you are fair. G- they, do they have to answer it? No, No, they can answer it the way he did Um, using the word gossip, though. But you know
3: what? He several people are arguing with me on the text line that it wasn't a valid question. Here's the deal. Had he left the word gossip out of it, we wouldn't be talking about it today. He answered the question. I mean, he he could have initially said, I'm not going to answer that. He chose to answer it. And he did. And the answer was satisfactory, except that he blew off the allegations as gossip allegations that were settled in a lawsuit of course matt gutman followed up on mm-hmm. that and asked more about it because he just pulled this word out acting like these allegations are nothing if he just left that part out we would not have been t- we wouldn't be talking about it today
1: so this morning or late last night or however you want to work in the pyeongchang uh <laughs> time change yeah.
3: He was on the Today Show. Yeah, let me fill in what happened before that.
1: What's your guess?
3: Um, I think <laughs> coach and PR person went to Sean White and said, Wow, did you blow that? We gotta get you on air somewhere to make an apology about it.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think he yeah. he I don't think he said,
3: you know what? I feel like
1: talking about everything with wow. it with, with the today show. I really
3: goofed on that one and really need to go talk about it some more.
1: Here he is on the today show.
3: I don't
0: have to tell you, not all the headlines today mm-hmm. have been positive, as, as you're aware. Mm-hmm. A, a, a lawsuit that was filed against you a couple mm-hmm. of years ago by your former drummer mm-hmm. has been resurfacing. Yeah.
4: Do you have anything you want to say about that and kind of clear the air? Yeah. Of course, you know I'm truly sorry that I chose the word gossip. It was a poor choice of words to describe such a sensitive subject in the world today. And uh, you know I'm just truly sorry. And um, I was so overwhelmed with just wanting to talk about how amazing today was and share my my experience. But uh, yeah,
0: you were talking about it the news conference earlier. You mm-hmm. asked, you referred to it as gossip. Yeah. I mean, it's- it's difficult, and this mm-hmm. is—it's—you it's, it, know—I I take no pleasure in asking it. Mm-hmm. But is there anything you want to say? I mean, do you feel that? you learned something from that are you acknowledging
4: yeah you know I've I've grown as a person over the years and it's amazing I mean I've you've known me for a long time now it's it's amazing how life works and twists and turns and and lessons learned so um, you know every experience in my life I feel like it's it's taught me a lesson and I definitely feel like I'm a much more changed person than I was when I was younger and um, and yeah, I'm just I'm 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 proud of who I am today, and and I'm and I'm yeah and yeah. Uh,
1: and, um, I, I I don't know. I need to learn
3: how to end a statement. It
1: wasn't the most sincere thing I've ever heard. He hit some of the key notes. You're supposed to say in an apology. He didn't write it. I'm uh I'm a changed person. His I've
3: grown. Publicist wrote it. I mean, uh, and said uh, when asked the question, regardless of how it's worded, here's what you say. Can I ask you? Do you think it'll tarnish his legacy? An answer to the question. It'll be there. Will it cost him endorsements? Because it hasn't, as far as I know.
1: Probably not, because we don't care as much about snowboarding as on the general- But he's
3: a rock star in uh, in the Olympics. He's the only name I knew in Uh, the Olympics.
1: We don't care about snowboarding until it's every four years. And there are the X Games fans that love watching him in that, and I think he does skateboarding as well. Um, Will it cost him, potentially? Um, The thing is, you know how the news cycle works. Mm Mm-hmm. This Sean White story will be gone by the time something else happens. If Adam Ripon says something, if, yeah. if Chloe Kim does something again, uh, the U.S. hockey team blew a two-goal lead and lost yesterday. If anybody wants to follow that, that's usually a big-time player. Mm-hmm. If there's a crash, if we win an event we never win medals in, the, the news cycle will take Sean White out of the spotlight. But let's ask you at five seven six seven seven nine eight. You know, you probably rooted for Sean White in the past. Does this change anything? Part of the Me Too movement. We'll get to your phone calls at
4: five seven six
1: seven seven nine eight or two two nine eight zero next.
4: Honestly, it hasn't even sunk in yet. I'm I'm tripping out still. Uh I had to say that in the back in my last interview and I it felt really good. Um three time Olympic gold medalist, man, you know. This, honestly, I, I'm sure you can tell by my reactions at the bottom of the pipe, but this meant the world to me and, um, and my family and my team.
1: That was Sean White yesterday. He won gold. Also brought up during the conversation a lawsuit that was settled uh, that we're asking you about sexual harassment. Did a couple of gross things. But it was settled. Does that do anything to Sean White's image in your mind? Five seven six seven seven nine eight or text in at 22980.
3: And again, the question that he was asked by Matt Gutman from ABC News is, do you think the allegations, and again, they were settled. He admitted mm-hmm. to what he did wrong here will tarnish your legacy? And to me, the reason the question is valid is because he has a legacy to tarnish. I mean, he's, got, he's worth upwards of $40 million. Oh, yeah. He's got multiple endorsement deals. He's going to get more now because of his third gold medal. He's got a lot to lose. So to me, the question um, matters. Travis also wanted to jump in uh, here.
5: The reason, to answer your question, I don't think it will tarnish his legacy. I think it will at some point, but not until organizations step up to other athletes to bigger sports. Until Hmm. it comes down to football, until it comes down to basketball, until players are held accountable for what they have done, nothing for him that that Sean White has done will become tarnished.
3: What is that going to take?
5: I mean, I think the movement's already starting. Uh, You know, I think the Me Too movement has uh, kind of stepped up more and uh, the Harvey Weinstein and more people coming out. Now when you see, uh, you know, sexual assault or any type of domestic violence in football or basketball, I think that's going to start the movement for in any other sports for their legacies be, to be tarnished because you already have guys from NFO Network who are big names in sports, but now that are completely gone off those shows.
3: Yeah, and again, to me, he is different um, than some of the other cases we're talking about, um, because I know some of you automatically get upset if you hear it's allegations, and then you don't know whether to believe it or not, and that's valid, but in this particular case, he settled. He admitted to sending the text messages that were used as evidence in the lawsuit.
1: Five seven, six, seven, seven nine, eight. Let's go to Bill and Lee's Summit. Bill, does this do anything in your mind to tarnish the, your image of Sean White?
6: Uh, yes, sir. It does a lot. Um, <clears throat> this has nothing to do with his ability. That's what I told your screener. I meant there's no reason for this guy. You said you guys are ABC affiliates. You know this guy that asked him this question?
1: I'm sure he's been on this radio station before. And he's a very well-respected reporter.
6: Well, I don't respect him because he shouldn't be there to ask him about an ex-girlfriend. He should be there to, like, this is probably the biggest thing that's happened in Sean White's life, to win his third gold medal and to just show up there. And ask a question, just totally off the. I mean, just out there.
3: I guarantee you, if Matt Gutman had not asked it, somebody else you would have. You can't
1: guarantee. Sure, anything. I can. Yeah, it's, we it's can. It's a big
3: story. No, Absolutely. There's,
1: there's no way. Bill, who do you? Think, We've Bill, done that job, Bill, Bill. Who do you think? <laughs> Bill, Bill. Uh, let me ask you a question, Bill. Bill, what? Bill. What? what do you do? What? Bill, what do you do for a living? Don't worry about
3: it. I'm not a snowboarder. Well, but All you're right. but you're, you're telling us that we don't we don't know that <laughs> we do this for a living.
1: If somebody else would have asked about it, now you can say you don't think they should have, and that's your opinion, Bill. But to say that no one else would have, I've done this for almost twenty years. I have been in awkward press conferences for athletes, for coaches. I have been there. Weird questions get asked about things that are a bit off the wall. And ABC is not some small-town newspaper that is just, you know, asking the, the the fluff questions. ABC is asking stories that are of the entire story. And Sean White's entire story is not just what he does from the start line to the finish line in the half-pipe.
3: It's a big part of it, and mm. they asked about that. But they also asked about this. Again, the reason I yeah. think it's relevant is, is that word legacy. They were asking a bigger-picture question. Yeah. What do you think this will do to your career? And, again... If he just not said the word gossip, he's like he doesn't
1: have, take it seriously. It's
3: like he's blowing it off. Yeah. Well, then why did you settle? Let's go to Chuck at Olathe. Chuck,
1: you're on KMBZ. Chuck, good afternoon.
6: Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, he's come He's more my son's uh, era, or you know, I remember when my son was really staying in touch with this guy, and uh, you know, I don't think it's going to do anything for his image, and the uh, you know, it's going to uh, or tarnish if you, if you as you were saying, mm-hmm. you know, he was he's a three time Olympian. He's there on cloud nine, living the dream, totally in the moment. Somebody comes out of left field. The guy's a rock and roller. She's a fox in a drummer in the band. You know, I, you know, to me, I'm thinking, you know, hey, man, this is going to get skewed bad. But you know, it. She, I don't say she signed up for it. I, I have no idea. I didn't know anything about it until, frankly, until I was listening to your program. You know, I heard a little bit about last night Mm -hmm. on the news, but you know, that's that's. That's that's totally left field, and in my opinion, that question in the press conference in that regard is, you know, that was that was uh, that was throwing th- throwing tacks on a on a on a dance floor to me. Can I ask but, you
3: something? Why is sure. it upsetting men so much that this question was asked at this news conference? Because Wicket doesn't Wicket, who has done this for a living, mm-hmm. says I would have asked it. Why is it upsetting people? Why are you so mad that it was asked?
6: No, not well. It yeah, you know I'll be candid with you. It's it's because if it's not this, it's you know the, the the game isn't to report news, it's to sell media.
3: Well, first of all, let's be clear: media is a business. Absolutely, yeah, we oh, wouldn't I, I exist if I not for ratings. Okay. Yeah, that's not new.
6: Know. Yeah, and I mean, and, and to me, you know, I I've got an on-off switch, you know, so I don't have any, You know, I don't have any pro- anything against the media, but it's uh, you know, he's he's a he's a, he's a famous dude. He's um, He's been a. I think before that he was a, you know, a hard driving uh, skateboarder, you know, in that whole counterculture and all that jazz. And um, you know, that's in that's, this gal signed up for some. some
3: I don't like that stuff. term "signed up for." If maybe you're not aware of some of the things that he admitted to doing, but I, again, that's part of the problem that that still exists right now, and it's part of why I hate having this conversation because I feel like I have to I repeat myself a lot with this, and I know a lot of women feel this way. Her being a member of the band. Does not mean she signs up for him sending her sexually explicit videos and making sexual references and sending her uh, making him smell his hand after he sticks it down his pants. I mean, that's she just wanted to be a member of the band. And that doesn't mean that she has to tolerate whatever he has to dish out. And that's part of the problem is that people in power feel like then they can do whatever they want.
1: Thanks for your phone call, Chuck. Appreciate it, man. Let's go to uh, Pam in Olathe on KMBZ. Hi, Pam. What did you make of the question?
0: Hi. Um, you know what? As a 65-year-old woman, I'm tired of everybody bringing up all the sexual harassment stuff. Get me Don't get me wrong. I'm against sexual harassment, and I'm against all of that. But you know what? He admitted to it, which a lot of guys don't do, and he has also paid for it. So now let's go on. Just like a criminal is out of, has done his time in jail and he comes out and we hold him accountable the rest of his life, even though he's done his time, I think that he was a man, uh, you know, I don't like what he did and all that, but I think we need to go on. And I think
3: we have, it was just a question. I mean, before everybody
1: overreacts about the question, I mean, Sean White, I don't know if he's going to be in the games four years from now. I believe skateboarding will be in the next summer games. I'm not sure. But we're talking, like, if it was Christy Yamaguchi, Mary Lou Retton, any great U.S. Olympian, Apollo Anton Ono, pick. You you tried to, and we do in sports, and we do in pop culture, we do as humans. We try to say, what is that person's legacy? What Mm -hmm. was Michael Jordan's legacy? When he leaves Lawrence, what is Bill Self's legacy going to be? And you have to weigh everything, and you think about what they did on the field, what they did off the field. I mean, there are some real... Like, Ty Cobb, one of the great baseball players of all time, was a racist SOB who intentionally tried to hurt people, and some people say he killed people. And Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame because he was a gambler.
3: Had he given an answer that did not include the word gossip, none of you would be upset about it. But because he kind of blew off the allegations, because he started off okay. You know, he said something like, I like who I am, or he he said what I thought was a satisfactory answer, except for those words, and, I'm not going to be troubled with the gossip.
1: And the, um, the, the reporter, and we got to get to news here, but the reporter did his job because a, re- a reporter's job, First of all, you want to write stories people are going to click on mm-hmm. or or open up in their newspaper or whatever. But he heard the key word, which was gossip. And yeah. what is gossip? It's stuff that people spread that is not true. And this was true. And this was true. And that's why he asked the question. The dude did his job. He is a respected reporter in the news. And he asked a story that was telling and that was pressing. And Sean White didn't answer it the way he was supposed to. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we're going to be joined. We were uh, earlier talking about the government plan to reduce food stamps, SNAP, the EBT card for a quasi-government-run blue apron, where they would ship food, a box of food to people uh, that are in need of government assistance when it comes to food. Uh, One aspect we did not touch on that would be directly affected by this is the military. And we're going to talk with Military.com's spouse and family editor, Amy Bouchotts. She's going to join us coming up right out of the gate at 105 to give the military aspect. Because while you may think that only people who are milking the system and sucking off the government teat take food stamps, a lot of military members and their families depend on those food stamps. We're going to get that perspective coming up after one.
3: This uh, next half hour, though, we're asking you 22980 or 5767798. What stories do you have of workplace bullying, of bullying at your job, either by your boss or by a coworker. worker uh, The reason that we're asking is because there's a new law being proposed in Missouri. Uh, this is Senate Bill 791 that would create a, a charge for someone who uh, is accused of inciting someone else to commit suicide. Um, it would be secondary excuse me, second degree involuntary manslaughter is what that person would be charged with. Uh, the bill came up. It's called Kenny's Law. It is named for Kenneth Sutner, uh, who lived for 17 years and through a lot of that time had been bullied at school uh, for being overweight and for a speech impediment. But it continued when he went on to work at Dairy Queen, where his boss there, a 22-year-old woman, was accused of bullying him, accused of throwing hamburgers at him, accused of making him lay on the floor and, and clean the floor with his stomach, like with the front of his shirt. Um, the prosecutor in the case wanted to charge her with a lot, wanted wanted to, wanted to charge her with something pretty serious, but thought she couldn't get a conviction on a tougher charge. So I believe she was charged with assault. Now we have Senate Bill 791 that would charge a person like that with second degree involuntary manslaughter. And it got us talking about, we've talked a lot about bullying at school to me, this is an interesting case because this existed in the workplace, like many of you have dealt with as well. And it says if you incite that person to commit suicide, you can be held accountable for that. And they did a coroner's inquest, which is basically a big hearing that looks into the various reasons that led to a person's death. And they took six and a half hours of testimony about the bullying that this 17-year-old went through to show that, yes, it was it was a real factor in him deciding to commit suicide.
1: 576-7798, seven, 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 and we were talking about the legal ramifications. And do you agree that potentially you would be able to file a lawsuit on behalf of the bullied victim that would lead to a manslaughter change or a voluntary manslaughter change, excuse me? And also, if you'd like to dial this up, what we learned, in this story and taking some phone calls earlier in the show is, is exactly what you were saying is it's not just, we talk bullying we talk bullying frequently because we have a rise in bullying. We have a rise in suicide. We have a rise in teens taking their own lives, but it's not just at school or on social media for kids oftentimes. And feel free to have your story heard at five, seven, six, seven, seven, nine, eight. It's a workplace bully, whether it's a coworker, group of coworkers, a boss, have you ever been bullied at the workplace? I mean, sadly, we took a story from a guy earlier who said that his wife was bullied to the point where she took her own life. She couldn't take it anymore.
3: Yeah. And that was last August. And I know that that some people are going to say, and in response to that, what a lot of you said on the text line was, well, gosh, you're an adult. I mean, it's it's one thing when we're talking about kids, but a lot of people said, you know, from a mental health standpoint, you should have the strength to either quit the job or go to the boss or, or – Take some kind of step that is not the final step. But I think what that shows us is that, it, you know, we're expecting kids to have that mental toughness, but it's difficult for adults. Mm-hmm. And so how do we expect kids to fight that? Um, yeah, you know, we can talk about the merits of the bill. I think it's it's something we're going to see more states uh, starting to propose because we have more and more cases like the one was in Massachusetts or somewhere out yes. east where the woman was accused of inciting her boyfriend to suicide. But that included to me that was a more clear cut case because she literally egged him on and said things like, Why haven't you done it yet? Go you know, ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. You're taking too long. I Why are you that. waiting so long? That this wasn't that. You know, this was bullying that led this kid to commit suicide, but this wasn't the person saying, Go kill yourself. So to me, this is a this is a tougher case. But I'm glad that they're looking at a law for it.
1: Five seven six seven seven nine eight. If you have a workplace bullying story, that give us a call and also answer the question. If a victim of bullying commits suicide, should the bully be prosecuted? 576-7798 or text in 22980. My biggest reason I would say no on this um, is because it's to me, and especially in this case, and this is the one we're talking about, where the 17-year-old kid was getting bullied at school. He was getting bullied on cyber. And then he would go to work and he would get bullied there. He'd get picked on there. It is too hard to determine Unless you're going to sue everybody in this mm-hmm. sue-happy world we're in, it's too hard to determine, in my opinion, who's the the, the, the main reason? What is the catalyst? Who was the straw that broke the, the Campbell's back that caused this kid, Kenneth, or anybody to blow their brains out?
4: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I mean? It's yeah. too hard to pin that on just one person if it's happening at school at home from his friends on Facebook on Snapchat on Instagram he goes to work for four hours a day a dairy queen to try to escape it how how is a as a prosecutor can you say you're the one that caused it or you're the one that caused it when it seems like there's seven different outlets here
3: and I'll be the person to say this because it somebody needs to say it so I'll go ahead. Um, because I said this in the case out of Massachusetts where the woman incited her boyfriend to commit suicide. Um, Again, having taught high school and and tutored and serving on a school board, and I'm I'm very familiar with, um, you know, the, the troubles facing teenagers and have a lot of sympathy for the suicide problem. And I think ultimately the decision to take that final act lies with the person. And just let, you know... You can encourage someone to kill someone else all you want, but it's the person that pulls the trigger that we hold most accountable. And so maybe that gets to us needing to reach our kids better, you know, and and communicate better and and create an environment where they're more comfortable coming to us adults to help fix it. And for whatever reason, that's not what happened in this law, or excuse me, in this case of of the 17-year-old. But I have some trouble... Um, and maybe I have an easier time charging an adult for inciting suicide Mm -hmm. than I do another teenager, because I don't assume that teenagers always understand the weight of what they say out loud. This person, by the way, was
1: 22. That
3: person was 22. So in that case, I could understand it more. But if you're going to charge a teenager with inciting the suicide of another teenager, do all those teenagers understand the impact of their words? And couldn't they say, I didn't know he was really going to do it?
1: Let's go to Shelly in Kansas City. Shelly, thanks for calling. Do you think that uh, if you bully someone they commit suicide, should charges be brought against you?
0: Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm on the fence on that one. But what I wanted to speak to was the bullying in the workplace. Okay. And, uh, Please do.
1: Jamie
0: had, uh, Jamie had made a point of um, or had said that it maybe it's harder to hold adults um, or it's Wait, you want to hold adults more accountable because they're adults. And right. they you get out of the situation or another job. But what I wanted to speak to is I actually experienced this with some of my coworkers who were involved in a, um, a, a true bullying situation at work. And what it did to them was it triggered them back to trauma that they had experienced as children, whether it was bullying or sometimes it was personal trauma that they had dealt with. And it took them right back there and made them feel anxious and um, uh, not... It affected their self-esteem. They just didn't feel like they were capable anymore. It just beats you down to the point that I know one of those employees had to quit and then kind of get herself mentally healthy again so that she could even go sell herself again in another job interview.
1: That uh, sounds disturbing, Shelley.
0: I know. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> and and it, it it is it is. And it's interesting when... You're, when you're someone and you're witnessing that and you're seeing that and at an adult level it it almost affects you in a way, it almost affects you more because your adult mind is saying, wait a minute I, I know what I'm doing here I know I'm doing a good job, I know that this is not about me, this is about my supervisor, but your adult mind telling you that but yet you're still experiencing all of those same triggers that you've experienced before and it's it, it, it affects
1: you. No doubt. Hey, Shelly, thank you for your phone call. That opens up a line for you at 576-7798. You can text in at 22980. Do you think you should be able to prosecute if a uh, a bullying victim commits suicide? Should that bully be prosecuted? And have you ever been bullied at work? 576-7798. Your calls coming up next. Six seven seven is a bill that may be calling for prosecution coming to a uh, to A bully. A, billy, a bully. A bully. If the victim of bullying commits suicide, you in favor of that, Five seven six seven seven nine eight Uh From Twitter, real quick, this is uh, from Ch- Ryan, who says, bullying is a, I'm sorry, a bully is a horrible human being, but not a criminal. People still have free will and should take responsibility for their own choices. You were kind of echoing that.
3: I know sounds harsh. Terrible. I know it does. I, I knew it when I said it last hour also, and I know it sounds even worse when we're talking about a minor, you know, who, mm-hmm. who isn't. Uh, Who hasn't had the life experience that some of us have, Um, but still, um, that's where, again, maybe that's where we need to encourage the culture to change a little bit so that kids like that 17-year-old or kids who are being bullied tell someone else before they take the final act so that someone can get in the way.
1: One more tweet, and I'm just reading the tweet. I agree with this bill. With all the racial, body, socioeconomic shaming going on since Trump has been in office, I have seen a raise in bullying. They should add a clause for civil suits against parents for raising kids that bully, hate, or commit mass shootings. That is from uh, NYC Frat Bro on Twitter at KMBC Radio.
3: Here's a text for you, because oh, we were asking no, about your workplace man. bullying stories, and then we'll get to your calls here real quick. Uh, can you um, read
1: this one online?
3: Uh, can I read it online?
1: Can you, Or on the air, I oh, mean. yeah.
3: Um, but I got to edit a bit. Okay. It's pretty direct. Just because your boss is an a-hole doesn't mean you got bullied. It just means your boss is an a-hole. Push back or quit. All right.
1: Fair enough. Some people would agree with that. You uh, but, know? It,
3: but it is it is a valid point that not everything is bullying.
1: Right. And that's where we're, the, the question is, because you say if, you're, if your boss, and I kind of agree with that. Mm-hmm. Because, and the difference is, is we have to weigh how important that job is. If you're a 52-year-old man raising two kids, married, or woman, whatever, raising kids, and you have to have that job, do you put up with a Mm -hmm. crappy boss? And you can't just quit. Or if you're in this case of this young man who took his own life, unfortunately, he's 17. That, to me, when you're 16 or 17, when I didn't work with people I I went to school with until Mm -hmm. later, it was like, okay, cool. I can get away from that world and I feel like I don't have to worry about getting crap from kids or Mm -hmm. have to deal with school life or home life. I didn't have the cyber life like kids have now. And when you're 16 or 17, you think that that job is the most important thing in the world. Like it's a way for you to make money, have your own cash. You don't just quit. Right.
3: It's you know, not easy to just quit a job. Like we, we say that, you know, about women that have been sexually harassed. Well, just quit and go work somewhere else. It's not that easy to just quit and go somewhere else.
1: It's easier the older you get. I remember the first time I quit a job, I like, I wrote a letter. I was 15. I didn't know what I was doing to quit.
3: Or harder the older you get because now you're making more money well, that's harder to get somewhere else.
1: Yeah. I think it, it, it varies. Let's go right to the phones at 576 uh, 7798. Let's bring in Randy in Kansas City. Hey, Randy. Thanks for calling.
7: Uh, I, you know, I, I was going to say about the bullying part. I've been in the car business for about 45 years, and that's got to be one of the worst professions in the world when it comes to bullying. Because you're working with around mostly a bunch of guys, at least back in the day when I grew up in it. And they're all the time. I've heard guys, you know, continually, you know, say, hey, suck my," you know, to a guy. You know, all the time. And these guys would go home. I, I could tell that they were whipped. I mean, they felt really bad. Uh, they, were getting, they were fed up with it, you know. But at the same time, you know, when you talk about, you know, passing that law and, you know, punishing somebody, I'm kind of on the you know, fence on that. You know, I, I don't know, what you, you know really what they should do. I don't think they should put everybody in jail or charge everybody to second degree. Manslaughter for because somebody they worked with, you know, went out and killed themselves. It's you know I think that I think these people need mental health. I think you know if you see something like that, try to get them to go get help or something. But a lot of people you know they're too proud. Oh well, I don't need help. You know I don't need a shrink or anything like that. But you know I've had to talk to one before. <laughs> you know, so you can't be
1: embarrassed by it. All right. Hey, Randy, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it. And I think that goes down a different road. But if you are being bullied or you need help, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, definitely. You should you should absolutely uh, see somebody about it. Steve in Kansas City on KMBZ. Hey, Steve.
2: Hey, I live down around uh, Fayette where that happened. Okay. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of low-income people there. And that kid, I bet that person that bullied him had been doing that a lot of people for a long time. And... He probably had that job, you know, because that's maybe how he's buying his shoes and his clothes. Rural Missouri, it's low-income everywhere. So I can kind of see, you know, it's not right. And uh, what about the people that own the Dairy Queen?
1: Wouldn't how are, you are
2: mean, they should... going to be re- How – shouldn't they be responsible for the person that was managing?
1: Well, I, I... – it's hard. That, that's an interesting question because does the owner or the boss, like this was the assistant manager. Does the manager right. at the Dairy Queen bear responsibility because the person directly underneath them, this 22-year-old girl was a jerk and a bully to the kid that took his own life. I mean, Steve, do you think that person takes any responsibility? I, I'm
2: sorry. Can you say that again?
1: Does the manager have to assume responsibility because the assistant manager directly under them bullied a kid to take his own life?
2: I think if the, that kid, when, you know, did the proper channels? Yes, I, I think so. All
7: right.
2: I, I think if the, if the manager was aware of it, yeah.
1: Steve, thanks for the phone call, man. Appreciate it. Let's go to Ryan in Kansas City on KMBZ. Ryan, do you think you should be able to prosecute a bully if the victim takes their own life?
6: Well, I think that's, that in line with the problem there. Um, there are so many varying degrees with criminal law. So, you know, there's different degrees with civil law you might have something civilly here unfortunately criminally you always have to show that intent um like burglary when somebody's in your house they have to have the intent to commit a felony for that to be labeled as a burglary you have different varying degrees of murder you know depending on what the situation was so with this can you really actually prove the individual was intending to cause the other person to commit self-harm or even at the worst case suicide so i just don't see how criminal law can play in this because you have to prove that intent that by you know, bullying this person, pushing them around, were they ever
1: actually saying, man, I want to bully them to the point where they take their own life"? It's a good point. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, thanks for the phone call, man. It's, it's a great call. Valid legal question, yeah. Let's go to Jim at Overland Park on KMBZ. Hey, Jim. Hi. Uh,
7: I, I, you know, the stuff when they go to laws about uh, bullying and, or anything, it, it's a slippery slope. These kids that, that commit going to schools and kill people, and they say, these are the people who bullied me, and this is what drove me to do this. Are they are the kids that drove him to do that complicit with the crime?
1: I'm not the legal expert that I would like to be. Jamie should have gone to lawyer. He should, should have gone have, to law school. I don't know either. But it's a it's a valid question, Jim. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean, sometimes I mean, not every school shooting is a student at that school. You know, are they bullied at that school and they come back and do it? Some people are just psychos. And just walk onto the campus so i mean i i don't know the answer to that mm, you, sorry you, i got nothing do you have do you, do you talk to the principal or the teachers for not enforcing non-bullying from kids that led to somebody picking up an ak-47 right. and wiping out a classroom i don't know
3: yeah to me this is not no one's talking about the school having responsibility here um in fact it sort of seems like in this case it's really being pinned on the workplace bully on the 22 year old and not on the kids at the school like, like, that was kind of the last straw. Yeah. Was the workplace bullying. No one's mentioning the kids that he was bullied by at the school.
1: I mean, the girl, the 22-year-old, is the one that's in legal trouble.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It is up on our Facebook page. Let us know if you would support that bill. It's there. It's being discussed in uh, the state in Missouri. Coming up, we are going to be joined by Amy Bouchot from Military.com. They, of course, cover everything to do with our veterans and our troops. And this new uh, plan, this new Government run blue apron should be an interesting conversation. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get
5: four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch